Lads, as always, the podcast is sponsored by Manscaped. Manscaped just released the Weed Whacker nose and ear. What? Manscaped just released the Weed Whacker nose and ear hair trimmer. That's a fucking mouthful. Take a look in the mirror and I guarantee you'll see hair sticking out of those holes. It's time to keep your ear and nose hair looking as nice as your clean shaven pubes, man. Manscaped is trusted by over 2 million men worldwide. Join the movement for all your below-the-waist grooming needs. Yeah, the nostril and air, ear hair has always been a bit of a weird one, I suppose. You don't, you kind of don't really know, should you go there, should you not? But um, I find when you trim the nose, not as much kind of, let's be honest, snot gets caught up in it and it's just kind of easier to blow your nose and shit, so why the fuck not? And especially for me as a painter, sometimes I could be like doing a lot, like you fill up the wall and you're sanding it and a lot of the sand could get like stuck in your nostrils and then you blow your nose and it's all fucking white shit. Wah, wah, white shit, wah, wah, go on. Nothing to do with the paintings is you. <laughs> but anyway, I think with a hairless nose, it's just easier. And that's what the Weed Whacker does. So get on to manscaped.com, use the code CANS20 for 20% off. The whole range, the Weed Whacker, the Lawnmower 3.0, everything. Cans 20 for 20% off, plus free shipping. A dose of only cans, that's your only man. So sit back, relax, that's the only plan. Grab yourself a Guinness or Peroni, man. Welcome to the show, this is Only Cans. Cheers! Cheers! <laughs> All right, lads, welcome back to Only Cans. This will be the last episode of Only Cans for a while. Um, probably seems a bit abrupt for me, but main reasons being, main reason being that like doing them over Zoom it just doesn't like, like I, I want it to be, I'm sitting with a guest, having the crack, having a few cans, or whatever it is, or even if it was in a pub and doing it over zoom just doesn't cut the mustard for my liking um like this episode with paddy i definitely enjoyed because i know paddy we had the crack but like sitting in we're fucking different countries drinking cans whatever it's just not doing it for me and i'm 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 enjoying talking to the guests but yeah i i've got to be honest it's just not like i said not cutting the mustard it's not at the standard i want it to be and i'm gonna just put it on the back burner until I can get people in person and even possibly possibly move away from the podcast, but I'm not really sure. Uh, like, I like the idea of getting guests, like I used to do at the start of Guinness Guru, getting guests, having a pint with them, writing the pints, stuff like that, and just like a quick 10, 15 minutes instead of a big drawn out interview. Um, but yeah, look, I'm I'm obviously learning learning as we go and once the pubs open they're kind of getting stuff ready for that as well and merch and stuff like that so kind of busy with that stuff but like i'm not going to sit here and say the main reason i'm stopping the podcast for now is because i'm too busy it's not it's just just not where i want it to be in terms of like doing it over zoom and yeah just not happy with the standard of it and again that's nothing against any of the guests it's it's as good as it could be with guests over zoom but yeah that's just how it is lads anyway i really hope you enjoy this one i i genuinely enjoy this i know paddy well we go back a few years and um, he's from not far from me he's from yeah he's from not far from me 
uh, we know each other. Funnily enough, we kind of, I used to get mistaken for him a bit around Ashburn because he's like the same height as me. We're both like fucking six, 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 seven, black hair, tall, dark and handsome. <laughs> so yeah, kind of funny. Do, do you want me to get a, my can of Guinness? No, or a bottle of Guinness there? Yeah. Okay, hold on. Are we, are we ready to go now? Well, I'm fucking ready since half an hour ago. <laughs> <laughs> oh, God. The fucking glass was in the freezer. What? No, I didn't cheat at all. It was. <laughs> Not cheating. It's, it's good, uh... good move. You just bought those. Did you just buy those bottles warm? I just went into the, the bottle of shop here and I was like, can I have a four? Do they do cans of Guinness 440 over here? 440 yeah. mil and, and they had none of them and he, they had stout in a bottle 330 mil bottles of stout right i'm not not drinking that and then there was 750 what the fuck but were they warm and you had to just fire them in the freezer there or were they in the fridge they're in the fridge i just threw it in the freezer just to get it a bit colder so have you had that before no it's fucking rotten uh, here here we go <laughs> And and I'm on the fucking beamish, which is even worse. And I've been sitting here. This this pint's been sitting here since about ten to, and it's fucking thirty five now. So this is tasting like absolute mold. We have to get the 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 patio rock review now on the extra stout size of that bottle, seven fifty mil. You are right. It is cap. <laughs> Strong stuff, that. Oh, Jesus, it's rotten. <laughs> <laughs> there's, there's no two ways about it, lad. It's fucking piss. I now welcome onto Only Cans, a bit of a polarizing figure of the GAA world, some might say. Hailing from screen, most people will be saying, where the fuck is that? He was a dominant figure on the club and county scene. He spent nearly a decade between the sticks for Mead and represented Ireland in the international rules in 2013 and 2014. His name is synonymous with Guinness Guru history as one of the, my guest reviewers back in 2019, but it was his local, so the score didn't really count. And for the last year, he's been living it up in Sydney, Australia. Lads, it's my good pal, Paddy O'Rourke. All right, Paddy. Hello, Guru. What's the crack? Um, oh, so good, we're doing this at... What is it, half nine there? It's fucking half, half twelve here. Half, yeah, half nine at night here on Sunday night. So it's bank holiday, May bank holiday, back home midday round It two. is. So I'm starting early, uh, midday, pints of fucking Beamish for the guru. So can't complain. Paddy, obviously you're in Australia. Um, we had this to, stuff. Yeah. <laughs> the Guinness extra still. And the, the hardcore Guinness people will be like, oh, you just have to grow. I like it. No, it's fucking rotten. But anyway, the fuck, let's talk a bit about drinking, Paddy. International rules, 2013, 2014, you were kind of 24, 25, good prime fucking drinking age. 2014 was in Perth, wasn't it? We played in Perth, yeah. And like, how long were you in Australia? And like, I'd love to know, like, was it taken as seriously as sort of like, say, if you were doing an inter-county sort of trip or was there like sneaky points being had or like, what was the general sort of vibe? Yeah, I was I was a bit green on on that because my first trip abroad with them and there was a, a few a good few of the lads had been playing. What do you mean a bit green? A green banana was a, I just wasn't ripe. 
Oh, um, right. Yeah, yeah I, was a, I was a bit young, like <laughs> a big brain, a bit young. Okay. Um, so, yeah, some of the boys had had played maybe 2008 over here, 2011 was over here, and then 2013 was in Ireland, and then this was the return trip 2014 so yeah they kind of had a gist of what the the trip would entail and and the crack involved and, and whatnot so um we flew from we met up in met up in the crow park hotel let's say on a wednesday trained in in crow park on the wednesday night and then the next morning we were on a flight then thursday morning out to australia flew to melbourne first Got into Melbourne and stayed there for five days. Did a bit of training and then we played like it's the it's kind of like the second tier of AFL over here where it could be like 55 lads on an AFL squad over here. And the, the second team, the reserve team would play oh, a yeah, competition yeah. called the, the VFL. So we played a VFL. It's like the Lions tour where they play the kind of midweek games and stuff to get kind of warmed up. Yeah yeah exactly yeah we, we played a vfl combination down in in a place called sandringham just outside melbourne we played them on the sunday and then we were flying to perth on the tuesday to prepare for the game on the saturday so we played on the sunday out here and literally as soon as the game was over we had one a function with the opposition team and then that was it brought back to the hotel and a bus was waiting and we were heading into PJ O'Brien's in Melbourne. So this was the, you know, this was what I like to hear. Days, yeah. Six days before we played the Aussies up in, in Perth. And were you and, kind of going like, Jesus, this is a bit mad. And the, the rest of the lads knew the crack or you just were going along with it. Like, Oh, you're just going along with it. Oh, great. Sure. A bit of bonding, you know. You yeah, a bit of bonding. Jump on the bus, get going. But it, it just turned into like the mother and father of a session. Like it was fucking right. Yeah, yeah. It was then uh, PJ O'Brien's is in in South Bank in Melbourne City, and about two hundred meters from there is Crown Casino, which is twenty four hours pubs, nightclubs, job poker, poker machine, everything you want. So yeah, rolled from there into Crown back to the hotel and then like that because it, because we were representing who we were representing the next morning we had to have a we had to be seen to be training we had to be seen to be doing something oh uh, here <laughs> exactly the bus pulled out of the hotel at like half nine ten o'clock in the morning we went down to st kilda beach and there's like there's st kilda baths so there's swimming pools hot tubs and that right on the coast and then right. out onto the beach, into the sea, back in. So we did that for the guts of about two hours, just trying to come to. And then that was it. Onwards and upwards, then up to Perth, then midweek for the for the game on the Saturday. But yeah, it was it was an eye-opener. It was kind of like, this is it. Get to know everybody because yeah. in six six days' time, you'd be called upon them to play against these Aussies and they're going to bounce you off the ground. So yeah. It was, it was uh, yeah, it was good. It was good crack. It was good fun. And so you were there for what? Three? There's two, two, two tests. So you were there for it was what? There was only yeah. one. There was only there was, one. There was only one, one game in, in fourteen. Yeah, we only played one game, so we were there oh. for twelve days in total. Oh, that's not too bad then. Yes, it was. It was kind of a case of they were trying to basically salvage the series. Um, 
because the year before we played an indigenous selection. Uh, hammered them. Fucking 100, hammered them. 170 to like 75 or something, wasn't it? On the on aggregate. Yeah we, yeah, we played them in Cavan the first week and like it was mad. Like, you know, you're, you're in Cavan, you're in the Imperial in Cavan and there's 50 indigenous Australians running around the nightclub in Australian <laughs> Australian suits. Yeah. A gang of gang of Cavan women running after them. Job. Job. <laughs> but it, no, it was it was it was good crack. And then back to back to Crow Park the week after to play them. And yeah, we beat the crap out of them up there. Yeah. And that was it. It was it was and onwards so, and upwards from So you there. had the, the session after the kind of warm-up game, and then you had the match, and I presume there was a session after that. And then you yeah, were home in a couple of days. Home in about, um, oh, is this, hold on there now, you have to edit this. What are you at now? I'm trying to, re- trying to charge my phone. Oh, here hold we on, go. I think that's, yeah, it looks like it's all right. Um, <clears throat> do you want to cut out that or do you want to? There's no cuts, Paddy. What? Oh, deadly. I didn't need a sup here. Fucking sup away, lad. Jeez, I can edit it, whatever, but I don't really. You're just El Natural. El Natural, yes. Calm down. Drink your fucking fizzy piss there. That's exactly what it is. What's the review? What's the out out of 10? Yeah. (laughs) You'd be be struggling to give that too. (laughs) I think I did a review on it when I was bored out in my hall last year, just trying to make videos. I'd say I, I think I gave it like literally a two or a three and then just comments yeah. saying, oh, you're just fucking having a clue about Guinness. I drink that all the time. It's like, good luck to you drinking that. It's absolutely disgusting. Imagine someone drinking that and actually getting a decent pint of Guinness, what they'd think. It'd I know, be wasted yeah. on them. It'd I be know. wasted on them. Look at you. 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 Look at if you put a pint of coke and then put fairy liquid on top of it and give it a shake, that's exactly what it is. It's, Very true. Uh, Paddy, random question. Do you have a hangover cure? Out here, funnily enough, uh, I go for coconut water. Oh, you've gotten that fancy on us, Paddy. Sad yeah, to see you. Another man lost. Another man lost to, to down here. Yeah, it's... <laughs> Yeah, usually the, the hangover cure back home with any of the lads I would have grown up with was more. That'd more be points. Like, yeah. yeah, Monday club. <laughs> two two cans of Bulmers get you going and then you're back on it for the rest of the day. <laughs> um, And what? Coconut water. And you probably get up and do some fucking yoga and stretching and coconut water and That'd be me- meditation. Sunrise, sunrise <laughs> swim. <laughs> Sunrise swim, and then you'd have your eggs, Benny, on the beach, and that'd be it then. And would you have any? Because I ask everyone who comes on, like in terms of hangover cure, like not just lying in the bed dying all day. Do you know, if you actually need to get up and go somewhere, like what would would you have a a go to? And I mean, you're not going to the pub. Like get up and go somewhere, like for work or something. Would you have ever had? I'm sure you've been. Uh, hung over in work and hung over at training plenty of times Paddy let's not fucking lie like did you ever have any sort of a right I'll have a I don't know orange juice or fucking this or that does that come to mind um, probably 
Yeah, I'd say orange juice and white toast with just butter would have been probably just something to get into your stomach to get a bit of soap yeah. going. But coffee was always a good thing, good one. Yeah. And, and if I was going into work, it'd be a packet of cheese and onion crisps just to try and not knock anybody out with the smell of drink. <laughs> Throw off the scent. Stink of cheese and onion and not drink. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. and would you ever have been one for like i'm hearing like these sorts of oh do this the night before so you don't get a hangover but i i, I don't see you being one of those lads paddy taking into account like <laughs> i'll have the fucking panadol by the nightstand before i go to bed i can imagine you just fucking let rip and deal with it in the next just, day if you're if you're going out go out in style just like it unless yeah. you're if you if you're on a if you're on a, a stag weekend or you've probably been away on rugby weekends, yeah. The next morning it's maybe let's say you're in you're in a hotel, you're in a B and B and in in the package you're gonna get your breakfast. So you meet and lads will there'll be panadol scattered all over the tables for you too. <laughs> <laughs> like like as if it's some miracle cure. Yeah, yeah. Does um, fuck off. Two liters, yeah, two liters of water, four panadol. A heap of sausages and rashers and into the pub for round two. So, you'd, be, yeah, could, you'd be lucky to even get the water, to be honest, on a trip like that. Yeah, it's, there's been, been a few of them, been a few Hail Marys, all right, yeah. Does that come to mind in terms of like stags or trips that you've been on that was like a, a standout one of your drinking career? Any any particular place you went? Um, we've been pretty good with the lads I grew up with in screen kind of when the football season would finish we used to always have a a mid-winter break so either been to Newcastle maybe two or three times Liverpool twice yeah to Edinburgh been to oh where else did we go up to Belfast down to Kenny we went to Warsaw in Poland one year yeah that that was that was an experience that was (laughs) That was that was scary. Now we went. We, I was working in the bank at the time, and I think there was about twelve or fourteen of us were going. So obviously, dickhead here had to go and get the Polish lotties for everybody. And so oh yeah, yeah. Whatever. Probably you're probably looking to spend maybe about between four and five hundred quid on your weekend and getting these lotties in. through we were going over there, which I think it was like one to six. So. You're getting about three and a half thousand lotties for your holiday. Yeah. And you could not give these things away. They, <laughs> we, we were trying, we, we did on the Saturday, we went Friday morning, Was used to take Friday off work, fly out early Friday. Oh, don't say that. Just, even just saying that, Paddy. Jesus Christ. On, on the beer, on the beer Friday, uh. Saturday, good Saturday, and then home Sunday. And if lads were eager, You'd be coming home from um, from the airport down the screen, and we Into might, get the, might get the taxi man to drop us in Gormley's in Garristown on the way home. Right, and it'd be that that'd be it. End of game over. Three days on the beer. End of. But uh, yeah, Poland and, and uh, Warsaw. Now that was. Yeah, I, I w- wouldn't be recommending it unless I had a proper a proper tour guide. Yes, you, you, there's a there's a, a look of being shook in your eyes as you remember back to it. It's just that. <laughs> yeah, like 
they were just we were looking for somewhere to have a few pints and then kind of ease your way into it you're going into these places and it's just handing you raw vodka and just drink this and yeah these big scary scary men and even scarier women just looking at you just yeah and you just yeah. want some pints fucking gas um right do a bit of gas talk paddy i'm gonna read a quote from when when did you re- retire as i was looking on we on wikipedia it's like abruptly retired when was that which year i, I retired a few times <laughs> um well when you i have this quote when you think of the consequences blah 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 when was that yeah uh that was november 2017 um so, yeah we had been <clears throat> we've been beaten beaten and knocked out of the championship in Navan in the summer by Donegal and yeah kind of sat with me kind of sat with me that day leaving that I wasn't going to go back and then obviously in October when the lads were meeting up to go back training again um, just kind of had it out then and, and said that I wasn't happy yeah. didn't want to go back basically. let me just read this quickly when you think of the consequences of the incredible commitment levels required you're losing so much of your life never mind the amount of evenings you're spending training and at the gym it means you end up isolated from your friends your family and your club and for what how can you justify training five or six nights a week per five or six nights a week for eight or nine months of the year without a realistic chance of winning anything i just can't do it anymore that's something i've always said about the kind of me team and i know plenty of lads on it but i was always like and it sounds so bitter from an outsider. It was like, how do you do it when you just know you're, let's be honest, you're just not going to beat Dublin. Um, so what, like, was there much backlash off that? Did any of the lads like get in touch with you or what was the crack? Um, I'd say there was a good few that were disappointed. Um, kind of that, you know, fair enough. If you're going to walk away, walk away and keep your mouth shut. Um, but yeah, but that wouldn't be you, Paddy. Yeah, it, it was it was an, an interview for that interview was actually done in about February or March the following year. So like I'd I'd been away from the panel for about four months. Yeah. And I did I did the interview because I was part of like the AIB All Ireland, you know, ambassador program in the bank. Yeah. And a fella we did an interview, a player interview, an employee interview and that was just a question. He, he just said, why, why did you leave the setup? Like, what, what was it for you that left the setup? And that was the answer. You know, the question could have been, can you tell me how good it was to play for me for nine or 10 years? And it would have been a completely different answer and a, and a completely different interview. Yeah. But it was just the question that he asked. And that was the answer I gave. I gave him an honest one. And it was my honest feeling and opinion. A lot of people got it. A lot of people didn't. Um, a lot of the diehard need people didn't get it. Um, you know, probably living off past glory, but still living in the present day with hope for the future and, and hope that we can get back to somewhere being competitive for all Ireland and that sort of thing. So I'd say a lot of people were maybe a bit disappointed to hear it from somebody who had been playing week in week out for you know eight or ten years on on the team and probably yeah. they were looking looking to me at i was when was that 17 four years ago so i would have been 20 27 28 which would have been for a goalkeeper if you think cluxton is almost 40 
Yeah. It would have been. It would have been probably. Only getting going. Getting, getting near my peak in. in yeah. If you get me so. Um, that probably hit home with, with a good few people. Um, but as I said, it was it was just the way the interview went and the question mm. that was put to me, and I gave I gave it as honest as I could, and, and that that was just it. I, yeah. I, I'd stand by it. it. It was my personal opinion, and that was it. Nothing yeah. more. I wasn't I wasn't trying to insult anybody, but um, yeah, I just gave it what, what I was feeling. Um. But yeah, I agree a hundred percent with what you said. But like in terms of, I've always not really on the podcast too much, but in in general with my mates and stuff, if you bring up the like the words "ga ga" drinking bands, I just go off because I've never understood them. Uh, I think the ridiculous. They, I actually think they divide teams more than bringing them together. Like you said, when you went to fucking Australia, you went in the piss. Obviously, everyone's bollocks. Probably not great for your body, but it does bring lads together. And I've been in GAA change rooms. I've been in rugby change rooms, rugby change rooms. Everyone was probably on the beer after the last match. Young lads could be 18. There could be a fucking 42 year old best having the crack telling stories. Ga change room. It's like young lads over here, older lads over there. They don't know each other and there's no way they're going to get to know each other because the only bonding they do is a fucking paintballing trip once a year, which let's be honest, it it doesn't compare to going on the piss with someone. Um, So like, was that not just drinking bands, like not just drinking, but was that sort of a factor where you're just a bit like, I just, I'm not mad about the culture. Yeah, I'd say I've probably, I've probably to blame on, on a few of them cultural side of things in the past as well, where, I may have snuck off on my own with with a, with a few lads and maybe broke protocol or broke guidelines or broke drinking bans and that. But it, exactly what you said. Um, when you when you see the success that your team had, um, I know it was you played maybe in in one of them town cup victories, did you? But Ashburn went on and won maybe two or three. Yeah, was yeah, there, we won't go on about it too much, but yeah, just for reference. So there's kind of like in Ashburn, the the there's a gay club and then rugby club, and the rugby club has <laughs> not been bad, but has won a lot over the last few years, while maintaining a very strong drinking culture. culture. And the GA club has basically won fuck all, and having a, a very, I suppose, anti like the normal GA crack drinking bands, you know. But yeah, um. But yeah, like you said, um, it was that we were drinking the whole time and yeah, we we still got on grand and at the end of the day, it's all amateur. So I just don't see why you would take it so seriously. Kind of going back to your your fucking, the quote I read, like, it's like, what I I, I just can't, do, you can't do it anymore. Like, what is, what is the point, you know? Yeah, like, it is, was it, uh, was it TNP? Was it Thursday Night Pints? Was that a thing when you were? You were TNC. TNC, Thursday Night Club. Thursday Night Club, yeah. Ah, we always tell the. I sound like such an L lad, but we always tell the story. And and anytime you say it to a GA player, they don't know. They're like, what? So yeah, it was it was a Thursday before we did from final on the Sunday. Thursday Night Club did it all year. Thursday Night Pints, nothing mad, like you know, six seven pints, whatever. And it was the Thursday night before that final, and we were like. Uh, what's crack lads like are we is Thursday night club on or what and, and everyone was like fuck yeah it is went and it was about 40 lads there because people had flown home and stuff for the final 
and we had a few points and then we won the match on the Sunday. But um, yeah, it's uh, it's just the, 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 the difference is just, it's just unbelievable. I don't really know where it comes from, but yeah. Um, the only other thing I was going to say about like the drinking bands and stuff, Paddy, and look, we're not, it sounds like, especially for me, like just shitting on Ga. Obviously the GAA, unbelievable organization, great for this country. But it's just something, it's just the, the relationship the GA has with drinking that just irks the shit out of me. And the only other thing I was going to say is like, you would, you would actually hear about like the kind of, what are they called? Like selectors and some L lads from the club being like sent around to put, I'm sure you're probably on the receiving end of this sneaky L cunts being sent around and like ratting back to the coach that Paddy O'Rourke was seen in Mrs. Always having a pint of Guinness on Saturday night. Like, who gives a flying fuck? That would just drive me up the fucking wall. And I wonder you kind of the odd time you would have said, fuck this. I'm I'm going on the piss with the lads. Like, what what are the consequences? I might be dropped for a week and then I'll be fucking straight back in, you know? Yeah, it was that that's exactly it. Like I in in my last year, 2017, I had um I had one of them incidents. I we were we were beaten by down up in Newry on the I think it could have been the third game in the league and we had been beaten by Kildare in the first game. So it was two defeats in three games and that was it. Division two was gone. We weren't going to qualify. Yeah. And I was like, oh. So Sunday came and got into the car. A few of the lads had picked me up and they were like, right, two options. We go for lunch. And we go, we drop you home, or we go for lunch, and we go for pints, and we went for. Was the match on the Sunday or the Saturday? Saturday, we we had been beaten, and then it, this so was Saturday the night day. you behaved yourself, went home. Oh yeah, yeah. Okay, and, and it was the so, next day. Okay. Yeah, and we, we had a game the following Sunday. All right. Yeah. So I yeah so I um, yeah I done done the dog on it then on the Sunday, and like that. The next morning, there was any amount of people could have told the, the manager where I was and who I was with and yeah. what time what time I was there at. And I was there so early, I got a seat at the bar and blah, 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 blah. Anyway, the long and the short of it was like it was, it was like a, a kid being sat on the bowl corner. You know, you were, everybody was talking down to you and you shouldn't be doing this. Oh, and, my God. Yeah, so that was that was that was earlier in in the year in two thousand seventeen, and that was uh, yeah, that was it was a it was a low point as well. But it was just kind of one of them things where I was like, do I really need this at twenty seven or twenty eight to be to be told? Yeah. yeah. But at, at the at the other end of the scale, there could have been at that time of the year there could have been thirty six or thirty seven lads on the panel. So if one lad was going rogue. Um, it'd be upsetting the whole squad, and it all comes back to that kind of thing with with the rugby culture and with the culture when we were out here playing. Either everyone goes together and it's accepted, or no one goes, and we we live that way. But that that seems to be it seems to be option number two nowadays, where nobody goes and they go three and four months without a drink, and then they go for a weekend away and drink for three days and it basically undoes the work they did in the week leading up to it. And then the next week is a write-off because you're still aching and sore, your body is sore. Yeah. Then you go back training on the Tuesday. Mm-hmm. Whereas if there's 
nothing in place. If you give lads the option of drinking every weekend, they'll get sick of it themselves anyway. Yeah, you like, know, the, the, but like you said, the fucking, the bald corner, it's literally like they treat them as a bunch of fucking five-year-olds. It's like, mm-hmm. you cannot drink for three, four months, and if we see you, you're in big trouble. It's like, I'm a fucking oh, yeah. 27-year-old man. If I want to go for a few pints, and the thing is, like, you mightn't even go, look, you, you would and you wouldn't, but, like, there'll be times where you literally go, the, the thing annoys me the most, you just want to go for, like, five creamy pints of Guinness and go and you'll go home and, and not a bother you and you do that and you're fucking the worst cunt in the world and you're let down and you've I just it just drives me mental like and look we know that if you go for the five it'll probably leave the fucking 25 more but sometimes it doesn't sometimes you can actually right. go and just have four or five pints with your mates and like you said it, it, the fucking when you retire or whatever you just you're isolated from your friends it's like Paddy, do you want to come to the pub? No, like I can't be seen in the pub. Like even if you're seen in the pub, you mightn't even be drinking. I just, I just think it's absolute fucking bollocks. Um, but- yeah, that that was that comes back to 2010. We won the championship in Mead with Screen, which was it was six years since we won it previously, and we had a manager in that year called Liam Harnan, who played centre back on all the the great Mead teams in the late 80s. He was hardcore. The Podge's uncle, uncle, yeah, po- yeah, Podge's uncle. So, um, he was he was hardcore, but he was he was straight and honest with everybody. And his motto was, There's no drinking man, just the week before any important game, stay off the top shelf. And that, that was... <laughs> Fucking love that, stay off the yeah, top like, shelf, straight off the top, stay off the top, stay off the top shelf was his motto. So, yeah, like. Tuesday and Thursday down in screen and Swanee, uh, Alan Swan there in the pub was a selector. And we'd go in after training. It wouldn't be every Tuesday, it wouldn't be every Thursday. The odd Tuesday, the odd Thursday, you'd pop in on the way home from training like that. You'd have a couple of pints. Yeah. And Liam, Liam would do the same. And he'd sit and there could be five or six yeah. of the lads. And you're talking to your there. teammates and you're, ta- and you're, you're talking about the training and how did it go? And if you're just going straight home... Sure, yeah. you, you, like it's yeah but then you talk about um him and he kind of would have played in the 80s and stuff some people might know Colm O'Rourke Uncle Colm um he would have played whatever like 70s 80s 90s would you ever talk to him about like the, the differences between now and and back in the day like obviously back in the day was totally different in terms of drinking and training and all but would it would it would it come up often in conversation Oh, he, he can't believe, like, you live your life so stringently now. Like, he, he yeah. compares it back to Mead played Cork in an All-Ireland final in 1988, and it went to a replay, and they had a two-week break in between the, the first final and the replay. And the weekend in between, Sean Boylan took them away on a training weekend, and he said they never had a session like it in their lives. They, they <laughs> Drank, they drank beer until it came out their ears on yeah. the Saturday night and then got up on the Sunday morning and every man to a man got up and trained and they trained and trained and trained and trained and they still, you know, they still talk about that weekend in between when men, that. When men were men. Men were men and it broke the, it broke all, you know, the nerves after 
the game at the Sunday previous and the, the yeah. game coming up because at that time Mead and Cork absolutely hated each other and that was it. They were just so pent up with frustration about playing each other that they wanted to go out and knock lumps off each other. So that was yeah. another thing, a little thing that Sean Boylan brought in that he just brought them away and, and kind of knocked the knocked the top off them as as they say and uh, they went off went off and won the All Ireland the weekend after. But just imagine if a team did that now and I know. Like the the backlash off it all like it's just yeah. But anyway Paddy we will finish with a bit of quick fire and then I'll let you go, all right? Perfect. Favorite pub, I think I know. Mrs. O's Fucking give me a different one. Swans. Swans. Swan, Swan, Swans of Oberstown, not Swans Curaha. But they are, they're both great, but uh, stick stick local. Yeah, I don't think they really like me after my review there. But sure, listen. Best guy player of all time. Can't say Trevor Giles. Paddy O'Shea. Paddy O'Shea. Good show. Which is better crack, Sydney or Screen? Depends if the sheep shearing competition is on in Screen, but uh, it could be it could be Sydney. All right. Um, beer garden or cozy snug? You can only cozy have one. Snug. Cozy snug. Cozy snug. You definitely missing Mrs. O's. <laughs> Bacon or scampi fries? Scampi fries. Good lad. I, it's, it's funny. I would have thought it was like, I'm scampi fries. And I would have thought it was kind of 80, 20 on the bacon side, but more and more people are saying scampi. So it could be right. closer to 50, 50. Last question, Paddy, fill in the blank. I am a blank drunk. Obnoxious, ignorant, abusive. Sounds fucking right to me because we've we ran into each other plenty of times back in the day in the fucking TMF or whatever it was called, and there'd be headlocks and there'd be fucking <laughs> pushing and all, but only a bit of crack. But yeah, fucking got obnoxious. I'm probably just saying to be honest, obnoxious, obnoxious, ignorant. It's the same because we're both around the same height, and we I'd often get back in the day get mistaken for you, and it'd be like fucking just two big fucking donkeys basically. <laughs> but anyway, lads. Go give Paddy a follow on Instagram and Twitter, Pa O'Rourke89. Paddy, as always, it's been a fucking pleasure. Slancha. Slancha. What was the two out of ten for the extra stout? Two out of ten, yes. It's pretty pretty dire. And the beamish is probably about a 4.5 fucking shite as well. Right, Paddy. Yeah, I'm looking forward to it. We'll we'll do another, we'll do a snog episode when when whenever I get home and uh, we'll, we'll do it somewhere. Somewhere we good, will. creamy pints. Yes, Paddy. Keep dreaming. We'll talk to you Cheers. soon. Nice one, Paddy. And that is going to do it, lads. Again, massive thanks to Paddy, a good pal of mine. I, I feel like when you're listening, you can probably tell who are the people I kind of knew before and then who are the people I'm kind of meeting for the first time on Zoom. I don't think it's ever been awkward, but sometimes you just like can have the crack a bit more with the people you know because you kind of know their crack. But like I said at the start, lads, that is going to be it for only cans for a while and my my thinking would be i'll probably bring it back but it probably wouldn't be it'll be more of a kind of 
possibly a YouTube thing, like, and maybe in a pub, and be like, you know, the Guinness guru meets this person, we might have a couple of pints at the back of a pub in a beer garden or something. Um, one thing again with the only cans, it's like, if I want to do it in person, I want to get a guest, say, to my house or something, and then you kind of, and they're drinking, you kind of have to organize, like, transport and stuff, whereas if you could just meet them in, like, a pub in town or something, you could just, they could just get a taxi and stuff, so, kind of small things that have just kind of played out and, and you've kind of realized as it's gone on so that's the crack for now lads stay tuned to the guinness guru instagram youtube tiktok come june 7th we'll have some solid content for you and we'll have some new merch uh, a few cool t-shirts coming in june as well t-shirts and caps so get on to gurumerch.com grab yourself a t-shirt grab yourself a hoodie if you want and listen lads this is not the end this is good boy for now eh this is Slan and Slancha for a little while. Take them back, brainstorm, and we'll come back stronger than ever. Thank you for listening, lads. We'll see you very soon.